No Robert Saville had meetings until 5 o'clock. It is 5.19. My man rolls up here in some Kansas Jayhawks shorts. Hey, <laughs> what, up? what up, OG, OG? What's up, man? What's OG up? I had, I had to make sure I pulled up, man, for, for real. I was like, oh, coach, I don't know if I can sit in here for this last 15 minutes. <laughs> I got somewhere to be. Can you imagine? <laughs> coach Brady was like, where you got to be, Saffold? I got to go do 3HL, man. Oh, I'm about to do this uh, this, this, this child. <laughs> Uh, anything yeah, else? Somebody else people, yeah. in the hospital. <laughs> we we had uh, we had written you off, man, because uh, we're like, hey, he's got better things to do. We all understand. Like, this is a big week, bro. Yeah, it's a huge week, man. It's a huge week, and I and I love these weeks because these are the weeks, man, that they, your best football gets pulled out of you. These I, tough matchups. I know you told us a few weeks ago that you had never been twelve year career. You'd never been a number one seed. Right. Have you ever had a bye week in the? In the playoff? Yes, yes. The year I went to the Super Bowl, we were the number two seed. Uh, we had wait. a bye week. What? The, the only Jordan. other time he had a bye Jordan. week, they went to the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl. Yep. And we, uh, our first game, our first game after the bye week, we, we beat on the Dallas Cowboys pretty bad. Mm. Spanked so on him. That bye, that, that bye week really helps. Man. We've been, we've been talking about that. I've never seen yeah. a more undisciplined team. You don't have to respond to that. <laughs> but, I mean, does like Cowboys fans have to just be sitting there watching fourteen penalties fly around and and, and a quarterback take off running with fourteen seconds left and no timeouts? Wondering what in the world? What, what what kills me is the fact that like somebody a commit a foul and then be looking at the ref like what? And then you look at the the, the replay. It's the most egregious. You're talking about Randy Gregory. Yes, Randy Gregory absolutely the mauled a guy and tackled him and then got up saying what? <laughs> you had to feel it like what like. What were you looking at? Oh, my keg hurts <laughs> from laughing. <laughs> so, what do you do on a bye? Like you said, you're going to spend time with your kids. Did, did yeah. you watch a lot of football? Like, like sure all did. of us? Sure did. I was able to fit everything in because I uh, I got a little NFL app, and plus, uh, yeah. on my way back back to uh, to Nashville uh, on Delta, they had the live TV, so I was watching the games the whole time. And I'm not gonna lie, when I saw <laughs> when I saw that fumble recovery by the Steelers, I was like, wait a minute, what's yeah. <laughs> Hold on, what's going on? <laughs> yeah. And then when they scored the next three possessions, I was like, oh, okay, everything's right. Things back to normal. Yeah, yeah things back to normal. <laughs> they so, gave a little hope then. For a they second. showed it. Yeah. That, that was wild because, I mean, they had a great defensive game plan against Kansas City. They just oh, yeah. they don't have the offense to take advantage of that. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, too many times we saw over the weekend that people were starting. That one team was starting from, like, the 40 and 50-yard line yeah. every series, and the other team was, like, from 5 to yeah. 10. I mean, in the in the L.A. Rams Cardinals game, I didn't know what the Cardinals was going to do because they never got a chance to start on their own twenty five. No, mm-hmm. and I mean, I mean the the Rams had a great game plan and and they were running the football and and yeah. you're right. I mean uh, Arizona just started deep in their own territory and then Kyler, Kyler Murray I thought started to press a little bit, started to as a young quarterback you know doing this for the first time. It, he it, it almost watching him felt like he was trying to do too much. Yeah, so like he said at the beginning of the game that he wanted to treat it just like any other game. And that's I hard think, to do, isn't it? I think that that I think that's good for a quarterback. The only thing is, without any experience, that's easier said than done. There you right. Go. That's easier said than done. And uh, you know what we saw Kyler kind of go through was like he was stuck in quicksand, and yeah. the harder he fought, the deeper he sank. And that's like kind of how the game went. It's almost like like his brain got locked up a little bit. Like that that play where he threw the ball underhanded out of the end zone. I mean, he had all day to throw the football. It, it just yeah. looked like things were going slow in his head. And, and yeah. that, that's, that, to me, I, obviously I've never done it, but 
to me, you could explain that by simply saying that's playoff football. It's different. Yeah, playoff football is faster. Um, I think I was watching, you know, I, I still follow the Rams on Twitter, um, and I think that it, uh, Aaron Donald was talking about that, about how things are more physical and things are faster. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah. That's all true. Yeah. And especially from the teams with the bye week. Yeah. I mean, those guys are flying around. And, I mean, the, the hitting is just every single one seems huge. That's why you've seen a lot of injuries going on yeah. all throughout Wild Card Weekend. Um, it's been complete madness. I kind of think that the Rams got the short end of the stick on that one. How you going to play on Monday? They got to play on, on, on Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> That's you got one day less, and you got to fly cross country. Yeah. Well, it's like, I mean, if you guys get the win, Buffalo and Kansas City play Sunday night. That's so right. So then they have a short week. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But which is a benefit to the yeah, one seed, a, right? Yeah, like, it's definitely a benefit to the one seed. Yeah. But honestly, they play Sunday night. You got a game the next Sunday, right? You know what I mean? It'd be different. I mean, that Monday night to Sunday night is 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 pretty tough. It's yeah. pretty tough, especially yeah. if you need a whole day to fly over there. And that's what I, I, I was telling them about, like what you were talking about with the the difference in the playoff game. It's, it's also when you go to the playoff games, you can speak to this. When you go to the next round. It's different than the first round. Mm-hmm. So if you've never been in it, it's kind of hard to explain. Like, you don't really understand the speed or how to go through it. But with you guys being vets, how, how much does that help knowing how to approach a game? Well, the wild card weekend is more of a, like, okay, handle the excitement, and then when you get into the flow of the game, do what you do, right. offense and defense and special teams. Right. Make sure you guys are working together because it's really training for the next round mm-hmm. because the next round is going to be like, all right, whoever's the most efficient, Whoever's going to have the least amount of penalties, the least amount of turnovers, and run the football better are going to be the people that win the game. Right. And then, of course, you get to the AFC Championship game, it's like all bets are off. It's like it doesn't matter what you do. You scratch, you claw, you do whatever yeah. you can to get this final win yeah. before you go to the Super Bowl. As a veteran, are there conversations you can have? Are there things you can say to some of the guys that haven't been in this position to maybe help them with what playoff football is? Man, I've, I've thought long and hard about this one because right. – Every single person is different, and you don't want to overload these young players into making mistakes. So I think that the best thing that you could tell them is just to cut it loose. Don't worry about the mistakes. Just worry about each play. You know, um, I, I have the pleasure of working with um, some sports psychology guys, yeah. and it's all about hitting that reset after each play. Yeah. You know what I mean? And as an offensive lineman, you like to dwell on the last play. <laughs> That's just what you like to do. <laughs> but, but, you know, hitting that reset button allows you to just – kind of forget about the last play and just focus on what's in front of you. And for young guys, I think that matters a lot. Yeah, that, that, that's big time. That's what people uh, used to tell me about Marcus Mariota because, like, that they felt like that he would get locked up mentally and that he would overthink things and that he just needed to, and the phrase was always, let it rip. Oh, yeah. And so, like, that's kind of the phrase, right? Like, just, just go out there and do what you do. Do your job and let it rip. When we see, when we see Mariota let it rip, he does some things that we've never seen any, any other quarterback do. I mean, when he took a quarterback draw like 85 yards, I was just like, how? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like how? It, this is, it seems like it's impossible. But he's always been like that. So it's like if he just cuts it loose, he's going he's gonna to make people miss. He's going to make things happen. He's going to have that crazy play where they tipped the pass at Kansas City and he caught it and scored <laughs> in the playoffs. I mean, yep. that, that, I was was that was unbelievable. I was there. <laughs> that was unbelievable. That was wild. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I I hope he gets another shot somewhere else because the Raiders did try to use him a little bit this year. He just the longest run of their season until the playoff game was his run right. in the first drive of the first game, and then he got hurt. 
Yeah. Right. Um, but great dude, you know. Always, oh, yeah. I always yeah. want what's best for him. I always want another shot because when you yeah. got a dual threat quarterback like that, he needs to be used in this league. Yeah. Now, you don't know exactly what system that works with when you got people like Mahomes now. You know what I mean? Uh, just just sitting in the pocket and just throwing dimes everywhere. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's it's kind of like, all right, where does it fit in with today's football? It's like it's like Kansas City Chiefs were like the Golden State Warriors at, at one time. Mm-hmm. And it's like, all right, how can we make our team to be able to beat that team? So it's so it's kind of going back and forth with having the mobile quarterback and having the pocket passer. Yeah, and he's kind of both. And then he throws like like to me, I always think about like those baseball highlights where the shortstop goes way to his right, backhands the ball, and throws it across the field. That's what he looks like when he throws the football to me. Mm. And he's got a baseball pass, and his dad played baseball, but he flicks the wrist instead of just flat out spinning it. You know? Yeah, I, I wonder. I wonder if you can even like deconstruct that and go back after it. I mean, that probably would take a lot of coaching, a lot of work in the offseason. But, uh, <laughs> right. but, but honestly, we've seen what, what Mariota can do. So I would, I would be shocked if he didn't get another shot. Yo. I didn't anticipate going down that path, but there he goes. Mariota <laughs> talk here. Roger Saffold with us on 3HL. <laughs> Obviously, Titans-Bengals coming up on uh, Saturday at 3.30. You anticipate Nissan Stadium being live and rocking and rolling and loud. Oh, my goodness. Yes, I, I absolutely do. And I just, I just wanted so, I wanted so blue in there, people get sick. You know what I mean? That's, that's what I need. That's yeah. what I need. And, you know, uh, we come over here and we handle business. The first thing I'm doing before we, before anybody even knows who plays in the next game, I'm like, hey, buy your tickets now. Yeah. Buy your tickets yeah. right now yeah. before yeah. they even know. Yeah. Just, just, just load up. I love it. Building ain't got no roof. Right? No, at no. all. Uh-uh. <laughs> is coming. Oh, there it is. So, We've launched a movement here on 3HL. We want that played in the fourth quarter. Like the Steelers play Renegade and everybody loses their mind. We want that played in the fourth quarter. Yes, absolutely. I think we should. You're down with that? You know what I'm oh, I'm See, they, they go to cosign. They go to stamp. It's official. That's how we need. It's official. The stamp. It's official. I told kicking off to that? I, I told you. <laughs> I told you. Hey, man, it's different, man. And all you need is that first ball to the beat. Oh, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> And let that thing bang. Oh, my God. Some, somebody said be on. after every, every Derrick Henry carry, just play that little opening part of that. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to go it's down. It's going to lose their mind. Do you have a pregame ritual? Like, Ben Jones walks around with bare feet no matter what's going on. Yeah. It could be zero degrees with snow on the field. That's right. And he's doing that. Do you? What's your, like, pregame ritual? Like, Steve McNair used to go to sleep. He would take a nap. Oh, wow. I can't do that. That's tough. That <laughs> I can't do that. That's but, tough right there. But you know, uh, usually for me, usually for me, I just got to make sure I get in that hot tub. It's all it's all about getting me as loose as humanly possible. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I want to be ready to go for the game so I can really cut it loose. I'm gonna be hurting tomorrow, but <laughs> yeah. you know, I get loose for that game. Yeah. <laughs> you feel it when you came, you came back into town this week? You feel the energy? You oh. Feel a little, a little different, oh, even yeah. outside y'all complex. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? There wasn't. Nobody was wearing hats and, uh, on the first class of that Delta flight. Delta flight, and then <laughs> I get on there. We sit down. We watch the game. I see about five Titans. I'm like, oh, oh yeah, oh, we here now. Yeah, and we're coming from Salt Lake City, Utah. I was like, man, <laughs> I, <laughs> it was it was incredible. So yeah. I'm super. I'm super excited. I'm yeah. so excited to see, um, you know, see how the fans react to possibly getting Derek back. Yeah, I mean, he stepped on that field. I might. Michael Depp. <laughs> <Yeah. I told laughs> we saw videos to today, man, and uh, he was cutting between two guys, and, yeah. and he was unloading. 
Oh, yeah. And, like, who's our skipper? God love him. Look like he didn't want it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just taking free beatings, man. Ain't nobody with that, man. Hey, it's a it's it's tough on his part because, you know, it's like, all right, I want to thud him so that, you know, Derek can start getting used to hitting again. But then it's also like, all right, I can't hurt this man. I need to keep this job. I still, I still got bills. <laughs> yeah. Can't explain that going back. <laughs> hey, you mentioned Aaron Donald earlier. I'm curious, when, when you were with the Rams, did you do ones versus ones? Did you go up against that guy? Yeah, so so it was kind of weird. Like, we did a little bit more one-on-ones in the past than we did with my, my last couple of years in there. I think the guys are just trying to keep people from getting hurt, and they were like, hey, we're going to learn more from just playing ball anyway. Fishbone is very veteran friendly yeah let's say yeah, yeah. in yeah, terms 100%. of managing time and all those things yeah absolutely so you know when we when we were uh when he first when he first came i mean dude was so fast at i think he was 300 pounds back then he was so fast and he's so low to the ground i mean it was a challenge every every play yeah. and then when he started really getting it it became even harder and you know uh the everybody talks about how angry he get on the field how he always want to fight somebody. I'm like, yeah. listen, I have played against this guy. I've hit him as hard as I possibly can. I have never had a fight with him once. Yeah. I think it's more of a respect thing than anything. And sometimes, yeah. you know, when you're on top, everybody wants a piece of you, mm-hmm. and people are like, I'm not going to be bullied. Yeah. And he's like, well, just because you don't want to be bullied don't mean I'm going to be bullied. <laughs> yeah. And that's when you start seeing them unload on people. Well, I thought it was interesting that the buildup to that Rams game that y'all played and – Nobody gave y'all a chance to win that game. Right. But the little side note there was Big Jeff getting an opportunity to show everybody that Aaron Donald's not the only defensive tackle in the league, right? And he comes right. up with three sacks that day. Yeah, huge. Do you see some of Aaron Donald and Big Jeff? Um, no, I think they play two completely different play styles. I mean, Aaron uses his quickness, and he has power too. Like, don't get me wrong. Um, but, but he's he can quick catch people. He can, he can catch people off guard with yeah. worried about his quickness, and yeah. then he'll run down the middle of you. Jeff is like, hey, you know I'm about to bull rush you, but you can't stop it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because I'm going to go ahead and say it. His hardest reps was in training camp, and he know that, and he yeah. just unloads on people, and I love watching it. I'm his biggest fan. But, you know, in training camp, you know, we hate each other. So, <laughs> right, right. So your mindset in training camp is, like, to get better. Like, any competitive person wants to get better every day, right? Like, that's the whole goal. You but should hear the John going on between the two of us. Yeah, but, but you great. also understand, like, I can make this guy better oh, by 100%. giving him my best. 100%. And, you know, our coach, Coach Rabel, would talk about it all the time, you know. And then even when we even when we have, like, a tough day where we're both kind of arguing on the field, we'll come off the field and we'll just say, iron sharp as iron. That is. And that's all you need to say. It's, oh. a, it's a respect thing after that because mm-hmm. – you know, we got to the point where we started asking each other about, hey, what did you see? What, how did you stop my rush Gosh, doing that's this? A, that's you know a great I mean? place to be, and, isn't and it? That veteran, oh. that veteran leadership, I mean, it's almost made Jeff mature way faster than I've seen other rookies mature. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's why he's captain. That's why he, you know, helps lead the squad in, in pregame warm-ups. And, you know, that little bit of leadership all over the field has taken this team where it needs to go. That's big, man. What do you see that's from big. the Bengals? Obviously, like, Joe Mixon is the kind of guy, like, if you just look at the numbers, you'll see three 100-yard games. Yeah. He is third in carries in the NFL, third in yardage. But he's he's such a talented player at so many different things, right? Yes. Yes, 100%. He does a great job of being able to feel where his blocks are. Yeah. And he's going to just hit that gap as, as, as humanly, hard as humanly possible. A lot of those guys, you know, if they're, they're reaching out for an arm ca- tackle, you're going to still see the, the lineman connected. 
Yep. That's when they just keep driving him, and then he finds a way to slip through. He uses good quickness. And, I mean, his screen game is, is pretty legit. It's, legit. it's the, pretty legit. And the reason why I ask you that question is, I assume, being an offensive lineman, you like to see what other offensive lines and, and run game fits look like and, right. and things like that, as, just as an analyst, like watching football. So that's yeah. why I asked you that question. Yeah, because it's, it's like it's, when, you play, when you play in the NFL, it's hard to not watch your position. Yeah. You know, when people are on the field. So I love watching all the games, and I got to get all the recaps. So, you know, I kind of look for those things when I'm, when I'm watching these guys. And plus, you know, when, when Derek was, was healthy, we were, we were looking at those numbers. Like, we're like, all right, we, we, we got a comfortable lead at 300 yards in front of everybody. Yeah. And then, of course, you know. He's still ninth in the NFL. Yeah. That's crazy. Playing eight games, not playing nine. He's ninth in the NFL. That's right. And he was on pace. He would have beaten uh, JT by 190 yards. Yeah. Right. Well, said, that's we right. all know that he gets going <laughs> right. toward the end of the season. He would have been over 2,000, which I know you said in the offseason to us that that was important to you. Right. It was. It was very important to me. But then, you know, of course, after he got hindered, we were just trying to make sure that he was just okay yeah. uh, physically and mentally. You know, it's kind of like that Cam Akers situation. Mm-hmm. Tear your Achilles. You don't know what's going to happen. You don't know if you're going to be able to even play. He comes out there, he plays. Last night, he looked great. Yeah. You know what I mean? He was laying the smack down when he was running downhill. He looked quick. And yeah. that's the same thing with Derek. Derek came back. Derek coming back around this time is just huge. Honestly, I feel like he could have came back even earlier. We are just being smart about it. Yeah. But, you know, the way that he attacked his rehab, I mean, there was – we, we, there was no shot that we didn't think he was coming back. Yeah. I remember you said that. You said, man, this man, don't he, he's attacking it effortlessly and, and, and ferociously all at the same time. Like, nobody works harder than him. So, yeah, that's good to see him back, man. 